Let's talk about change and really what we do when things do change. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. Inevitably, it's going to happen. We live in a world surrounded and we'll call it run by algorithms, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're dealing with software, we're dealing with algorithms and robots and AI, and we've got all of these things that adjust and pivot on what might feel like a whim. We don't have a lot of say as to why they change, but all of a sudden they do. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Because change, change is inevitable. And that's really what we're getting at here is that when you're in the world of marketing, you are going to be confronted with changes mm-hmm. left and right. Um, I mean, top to bottom, back to front, like you are going to have so many changes. So uh, what do we do when things change? Ooh, I think the bigger question is how do we react? I have some ideas, but Jay, how do you react when things change? I think I'm a little bit different. I have a little bit more, uh, um, we'll call it a questioning approach to like the long term of this change or the reality of this change or trying to understand the change a little bit more. I'm not really one to jump to conclusions. Um, I'm definitely that person that just like jumps to the extremes, which I know if we're being honest, that's driven you crazy over all these years. But really, I, I think the that end of the world, it really is. It's always over. Um, but you know, it's interesting because I am also the type of person who I enjoy change. I don't like things staying the same all the time. Um, but when it comes to marketing, especially when something changes, like the world changes or, uh, an algorithm changes, or maybe it's even, uh, your direction or even with humans, as we, we talk about relationship first all the time is that humans change all the time. They change their minds. They, you know, things fluctuate and, as marketers, we have to be constantly willing to adapt to that. Yeah, I think we have to be we have to be flexible and agile. And one of the one of the biggest changes that everybody can resonate with is uh, that we saw last year is in twenty twenty at the beginning of twenty twenty. And so, from a marketing standpoint, these businesses had uh, like like you will is they have invested into their marketing. They've done the research. They have uh, maybe pulled up some case studies um, as a part of that that research. They have uh, dove into the creative. They have come up with some new ideas. They have had fun with it. And then all of a sudden, the habits of people change. And uh, we'll speak right now to the hospitality in- industry, hotels. 
what does a hotel do when they they invested all of these dollars to say, hey, come and stay at our hotel. We're going to show you how great it is. We're going to show you the luxury. We're going to show you the spa. We're going to show you the waterfall that comes into the pool. And we're going to show you the view out of the pool. And then all of a sudden, COVID happens. (laughs) 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 Something happens where you can no longer go to said hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, I can only imagine what it was like for those marketing departments And I mean, I know what it was like for me and how Mm -hmm. we were managing our clients at the time. And I was like instant sweat. Like I didn't know how I was going to deal with it. There was so much change all of a sudden. And it was for us, it was overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we don't, we don't necessarily have a, okay, if you're in a marketing department, you're the lead of a marketing department, or you have your own business, you have your own side hustle, whatever the case is, you don't generally account for, okay, we're building out this campaign with the anticipation of an act of God clause coming into effect. Yeah. Right. And so I've always had those in the contracts, but then I thought, oh, that's never going to happen. Yeah. And then it did. And then, <laughs> so you, you don't know exactly. I would say the majority of us don't know how to respond because, because at first glance, um, let's just take an example of, you know, you set, you set a photo shoot, you have a photo shoot done. You have all these things, um, aligned at the resort, uh, and then all of a sudden, beginning of 2020 happens. And what's your first thought? I am instantly freaking out. I I had done all that work. I felt like a failure. I felt completely lost. I just, oh my gosh, even thinking about it takes me back to that moment. And I just thought, how am I going to convince everyone that what we had just spent money on wasn't a complete waste. And I, I, I was worried, like, am, am I going to get fired? What am I going to do? Like, this is terrifying. It's cringy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Even now I'm like, Oh yeah. What do you do? What do you do when, when things change? And I think the, the first thing is to just be flexible and, and to question that. And so the, the inspiration for this episode was because Instagram recently revealed that they are changing their algorithm. So on June 30th of 2021, Adam Mazzari posted a video talking about this new Instagram algorithm change. And so when I reference photo shoot, uh, that comes into play here. And we'll carry over that example into the conversation of Instagram. Because Instagram has been a a photo platform. They have had videos, a lot of short form video content. Then in the last few years, they started releasing IGTV. They started getting longer form content. And then they recently got something called Reels, which was an idea that they brought over from TikTok. (laughs) And so anyway, they've tried to move more towards video. And what Adam Mazzari recently said is that they're not going to be essentially promoting organic content that is not long-form video or entertaining video. Now, personally, I have so many thoughts on this because I, I don't think that that's what Instagram users want, regardless of what 
he says, but I, I don't believe that that's the long term of what, of what they want, I think. Um, but, but I had a friend that texted me on, I don't know, it was probably a week after Adam Missouri said that. And, and I hadn't seen it yet. And I said, and he is texting me, he said, what are you going to do? Where do you post photos now that Instagram isn't going to be promoting your photo content anymore? And my first response was, wait, what? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. And I try to be pretty in tune with that, but I just, I had missed it. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, what platform are you going to use to post all your photos now? And I thought, oh no, what am I going to use? What do we do with all these photos? And then it took me about, I don't know, a minute, maybe two. And then I thought, I don't know. I don't know if I buy into it. One, I don't know how reasonable it is that they're they're not going to be promoting that. Two, they didn't say that they were losing the ability to host your photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as a photographer, as a commercial photographer goes, that's where I, I enjoy having my photo content. Not all of it, but I have a bit of photos, some family stuff, lifestyle stuff. Um but that's where I what I use to showcase my photos and to be able to show people and be able to present to people. Um, if I'm talking with friends or whatever, I'll pull up Instagram because I use it as a photo album. So I'm not going to stop doing that. The other side of things is that I, because I don't believe that it's going to be, that this is necessarily the answer that Instagram users are after, um, well, especially, I, I would say, especially not as individuals. When you're talking yeah. about Instagram users and, um, you know, photo content and uh, based on, you know, what I had read as we were, you know, you, you mentioned it to me and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, my first thought was, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Because that's my natural tendency is that I, I feel like I'm, there are moments where I'm living by, according to the algorithms and making sure that I'm following their rules. And I finally get to this point where everything is just working really well and smooth and it's a well-oiled machine. And and then all of a sudden he like pulls the rug out from under you and changes it all over again, which is not actually the case. And I think that it's so easy to get caught up in that, you know, the, the fear and the emotion of it, especially in the world of marketing. I mean, we are creatives. That's how our minds work. And yet, you know, seeing that, that's not actually what's happening and recognizing that, you know, for that, that individual user or for your, your established audience that's already on there, you know, they want to see those photos and they still absolutely will exist. They want to see your stories. Those exist. Those matter because that's your like consistent, um, authenticity and a way to show that. Yeah. Maybe you can talk a little bit more about how, the other pieces come into play and how that's even more beneficial for um, like businesses or people looking to grow their uh, like getting their, their accounts um, in front of new, new users. Yeah. Well, I think that, that Instagram is one piece of the puzzle, Mm -hmm. one piece of, of the marketing puzzle, if you will. And I think that, that sometimes we get so wrapped up in, oh man, this is going to bring down the house. Mm-hmm. But this one card doesn't cause the house to crumble. It's, it's. I mean, that's going to take a whole lot more effort on, you know, those those company managers' parts in order to 
uh, collapse everything. So that's not going to happen. So Instagram will still be functioning. Um, but I, and I'm not I'm not entirely convinced that that Instagram will become the place that they want it to become. Partly because if you look at Instagram Reels and the majority of Instagram Reels that are really good are still just TikTok videos that are shared on Reels. Anyway, um, so you you have a different, a little bit different clientele, but um, for the two different platforms. Um, but but I think that when it comes to marketing and marketing all marketing with this puzzle is that there are businesses we've worked with clients in the past that they're not on Instagram because they're the the most like fun or the it's not the most like fun flattering or you know even sexy content like right it's not it's not stuff that people are going out of their way to look for however even in that case so so those businesses um their stuff isn't necessarily organically promoted mm-hmm. a ton anyway it's it's just the the people that are looking for them the people that are our fans and the people that are going out of their way to see that. However, you can't, I, I want to, I don't want to say you can't because you absolutely can. Um, if you, if you are strategic about it, but it is not wise. I don't believe to not have Instagram in that case, Mm -hmm. because what I've said for years is that Instagram is basically a modern equivalent to the yellow pages. Mm -hmm. And what I, when I realized this, it was September of 2019, we were in Nashville, Tennessee, and we had gone to a conference and then we had, we were hanging out with some friends there and a friend told me about a clothing company and, uh, they make some uh, merino wool t-shirts and, and uh, he was really excited about them. Absolutely loved these, these shirts and told me. And the first place that I went was not Google. Mm-hmm. It was to Instagram because I wanted to look up, you know, if you want to say it's models wearing the shirts or I wanted to see the way that the shirt fit or I wanted to see really the authenticity of the company mm-hmm. and if they were, uh, I'm going to say real um, which is the same the same way that we I think a lot of times use Instagram now. Like we fall into the the millennial age group, and Gen Z uses Instagram a little bit more than we do, even. Um, but uh, generationally, anyway. But people are looking for that that authenticity, for if it's valuable, for if it's real. Mm-hmm. So when a company is posting photos, even though it might not be the most glamorous work, let's say, let's say plumbing, you might not go out of your way to follow plumbing. However, if it's really, really, really fun content, Mm -hmm. you might because it's goofy. It makes you laugh. It's interesting. It's entertaining. Um, It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one way to kind of get around that, that algorithm change is to have that content. Even if it's, if it's photo, if it's video, um, the videos are going to be promoted more or going to get in front of more people. But in some ways, like even if you're a plumbing company that doesn't post the most fun and interesting content, I think that it's still valuable to have. And this is where I would encourage people not to shy away from it is because 
it's still valuable to have because people are going and saying, oh, they do actually serve my area. Mm-hmm. Oh, they actually are a, a company that's real. Absolutely. Right? Well, and this actually reminds me of, I was talking to a client about a uh, Google, uh, Google My Business listing. So uh, commonly people refer to them as GMB listings. And it's, you know, when you type in just a business name on Google, then up pops their, pops their listing and you see um, photos and information. Maybe it's a menu for a restaurant, um, tons of resources right there at your fingertips, but it's all still on Google. And I, I come from the generation where Google was there when I was a teenager. It was invented and it was it was amazing for me. It actually taught me so many things that I was so desperate to learn about on my own. And, and I didn't have access to that information or my parents couldn't give me those answers. And because Google was something that was just a huge part of my habits at the time, uh, because it came around and everyone was using Google and it just, I mean, it used to be, it was Yahoo or ask Jeeves, And then suddenly Google was born and it was just this amazing resource. And so for us being of that millennial age group, we, and mostly everyone that's older than us, commonly lean more towards Google. Now, I would argue that you lean more towards Instagram because you are, um, you are a lot more creative than I am. Not to say that I'm not creative. It's just you love those visuals and I love words. (laughs) And that's just kind of how it works. Now, millennials and younger, I mean, studies have shown that the mass amount of users that are taking advantage of Instagram are those younger generations. And Mm -hmm. it's Gen Z that are now those home buyers and they've, they've got finances, they're out of college, they're, you know, getting things going with their businesses and they're, you know, out eating out in the evenings. And I mean, they, they're not teenagers anymore. And Gen Z, the, every single time I talk to a Gen Z person is I'm asking them, you know, what do you use? How do you look things up? And constantly it's, it's Instagram because they want to know, like you said, that it's real because that's a huge buzzword, um, for that authenticity. Um, but then it's also because it, it gives them an, a visual example of what the experience would be like, uh, using or going to that business. And, and it's incredible. Because that user experience is huge. Yes, absolutely. And because you've got those photos up. And so I love what you said is that with a plumber is that, no, it may not be the most exciting looking, but if you don't exist, kind of like a Google, my business listing, both are equally important. Both reach very, very different audiences, but both are, you, you need them to be able to exist and to be legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole, the the whole premise of this, this episode is to talk about that change and, and these platforms are important, but what do you do when things change? Because in marketing, again, you will have changes that you're dealing with all the time. You'll have issues that you're facing, um, whether it's, you know, human behavior, whether it's algorithm behavior, um, An act of God, uh, like COVID. Act of God, like <laughs> you've got you've got people that are you've got AI that is you know competing with copywriting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do when things change? Is, is I think to just first of all calm down and relax a little bit <laughs> because like 
these it's the world isn't going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a little while. It takes a little bit of effort for things to change. And, and then I think sometimes things just aren't as bad as we make them out to be. I think culturally we love, and I'll, I'll use like love with quotations around it because we love drama and labels and so we we grab a hold of a label for things and we place that onto like subconsciously yeah yeah yeah, subconsciously and sometimes it's media provoked or whatever Mm -hmm. but we put a label of okay instagram's dead now (laughs) or my or i could never do photos ever again yeah my campaign is dead it doesn't work Mm -hmm. we can't do photos photos are out photos are a thing of the past and now we have to only be video and i think we got to pump the brakes. we got to slow down we got to chill out just a little bit and realize that a none of those things were said right none (laughs) of those were actual conversations but also to just to just slow down a little bit and be be patient enough to go well how do we integrate the changes from this algorithm while still using all of this content that we have? Um, how do we make sure that we that we're not losing out? We just did we just did a commercial photo shoot and we hired models and we brought them in and and we had wardrobe done and we had makeup done or whatever and and wow, all of this content is incredible. Now don't scrap it and start over Mm -hmm. because it's not dead it's not wrong maybe the the answer to that on instagram for example is to um incorporate some more more carousel photos and Mm -hmm. so uh, you're you're incorporating four five ten photos instead of just one you're increasing engagement that way you're posting a photo and then you're posting another a few other photos that are similar on your story and trying to drive people back to that post you're including a video talking about some of these photos with the photos. Mm-hmm. And so you're so again, you're not scrapping the idea and starting over. You're just figuring out a different way to go about it, a mm-hmm. different way to use it. And going back to the human approach, I think something that is important to mention here is that with your keeping in mind that Instagram or the world of marketing may change but the people don't change overnight and recognizing that yes, sometimes even in COVID it happened very fast. And yes, that did change overnight, but people didn't change overnight. They changed quicker. (laughs) Um, their habits were forced to change. Um, but we saw so many things come out of that season, um, that businesses were, or marketers were just bringing forth all of these amazing ideas. And it was just, there was so much beauty that came out of it. Yeah. And if you have the ability to be creative within your, we'll call it trial and error, mm-hmm. you have the ability to be creative and have fun within your brand. Um, if you are the, the marketing lead for a brand and you've been given creative freedom, uh, jump on that. Yeah. Because in the face of things changing and and I want to say this this whole change isn't isn't that bad I'm not actually that worried about it I don't think that it's going to cause major problems or major disruptions in in traffic or trending or 
um, valuable content to people. I just think that it's something to be aware of. And it really just piqued my interest to go, hey, we need to talk about this and we need to address this because things are always changing. And so what you're doing is valuable mm-hmm. as is. What you are starting doing is valuable. And if you do have that creative permission and that creative control and that that ability to try some new things and experiment and to fail a little bit, do that because what what do you have to lose if you've mm-hmm. been if you've been given that that creative control and so i would say in terms of different social media algorithms if the if the if the algorithm's saying that it wants more video then try more video mm-hmm. you know commit to that for 3 months and see if it works Hey, we're gonna post. We're gonna post three videos this week. We're gonna just post one video this week, or we're gonna post one video this month because sometimes it it doesn't sound like a lot. Even even posting, as we know in marketing, even posting X number of times a week sounds so much easier than it actually is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, don't dive in and and just like you know journaling or personal development or whatever don't dive in and and set yourself up for failure set yourself up to wade in a little bit don't just dive off the end unless you're one of the people that can handle that and sustain that but just wade in a little bit and see what changes as a result of of integrating some of these some of these adjustments that you're making and these tweaks that you're incorporating into your marketing strategy mm-hmm. so I definitely, I, I feel the need to share an inspiring story and it's, I'll, you know, I'll keep it short. <laughs> I don't want to go in full storyteller mode, but, um, something that I loved that had come out of COVID and I, I feel like it is just such a wonderful example was during that season, Airbnb, a fully, fully successful company that had, it was supporting so many people, um, as hosts, um, that are opening up their homes and, uh, whether they were just, you know, they owned multiple Airbnbs or, you know, it was just somebody opening up a room is that allowed people to make money. And it was a whole other business model that was brand new and it just amazing. And then COVID happened and they had to re all these hosts had to refund money back. Airbnb was huge risk of losing everything. And then all these people were, um, in danger of losing so much, Uh, because it was just a huge source of income for them. And something that was just amazing was their, their team, uh, went on pause, they collaborated and someone somewhere, and I don't know if it was one person, but somebody came up with the idea for the Airbnb experiences and that allowed hosts to, uh, teach classes and how to cook and, I'm going to teach you how to play a musical instrument. And if they had a skill or even just sharing coffee with somebody, if they had, if they wanted to offer that up, people could pay for that service and it would still allow the business to keep moving. And so, yeah, Airbnb lost a ton of money during COVID, but they also survived. And it reminds me of something that you say, um, with being the level of creativity that comes out when you're backed into a corner. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and and that comes from a, a guy that I met when I was in Denver, Colorado. That was what would that have been like September, May, May of May of 2019, I think. And I I had met this guy who was probably one of the more creative thinkers that I've met before. Um, just fascinating to listen to. Owned a 
I'll call it an event planning and fabrication company. They're working their way out of event planning and more into the fabrication side. So designing these displays, uh, these these the whole systems for for trade shows and everything and and he had just talked about how creativity thrives when you have nowhere else to go mm-hmm. and i can't remember the exact words of his quote but it was it was so, uh, similar to that of being backed into a corner and you've got to figure out a way out you you have to figure out how to move forward because what other option do you have mm-hmm. and so, and like his business partner was, and I think, you know, you and I have some of these tendencies is that, that we can, we can procrastinate on certain things a little bit longer and kind of wait until the end. And it was Ooh, really, me? Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> um, and we both do it at different times, mm-hmm. but, but at, but his business partner was, would like get so frustrated about they had been working on this project to bring this proposal to some gentleman that was interested in funding their new project. And he was saying, yeah, we'd love to, to, uh, to have you create this. And so as business partners, one was working on side A and one was working on side B of this proposal and, and side B was the creative side and it was, it was taking longer than, side a you know would have preferred and so he's like waiting and he goes ah i just know i know that i'll do my best work when it comes to you know sunday at 9 p.m and it's got to be submitted by sunday at midnight like he he knew that that there was going to be some level of creativity that now i don't think that that's necessarily a way that we that we should set ourselves up and Mm -hmm. prepare for things uh because i don't think it is wise but i think that in in life, I think we do find that is because you 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 have to figure out mm-hmm. a way out. Um, Absolutely, there just there just isn't an option. Mm-hmm. And so, in the same way that Airbnb figured out these experiences, and now it opened up a whole new realm of of people. I went on a, a tour of an old city uh, in uh, over on the East Coast, and. I went on a tour with a photographer who gave you a tour as a photographer from the point of view of a photographer through an Airbnb experience. And it's just something totally different that, that she might've thought of that as a professional photographer, but it might not, she might not have had the platform to promote it Mm -hmm. and talk about it. So, so when those, I think, I think ultimately just, we're talking about changes. What do you do when things change? Mm -hmm. Slow down, calm down, Take a breath, relax a little bit. Um, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Changes are okay. And then go back to just like we say on our in our intro, is the outside perspective is crucial. Mm-hmm. And I think that this applies here. Outside perspective is going to be so crucial and so beneficial to you as you are trying to figure out. Okay, it feels like the rug was pulled out from underneath me. It feels like the world just fell apart. Mm-hmm. Feels like, you know, the bottom fell out of the box. <laughs> and now I have to figure out what to do. And to talk to somebody, maybe in the marketing industry, but maybe outside of the marketing industry and just say, what do we do? And they're like, that just doesn't seem like a problem to me. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because you've maybe, we'll call it personalized it. 
because it was your suggestion. You put all of this effort in. You put all of this money in, whether your money or your department's money, and you organized the whole photo shoot. You designed the whole system and built out this campaign. And it feels like you not only, you know, because it can feel like you wasted you know, time, money, resources, you wasted other people's time, you wasted your creativity, and it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that outside perspective is so beneficial because somebody can say, yeah, I think you're overthinking this. And if you just do this, this, and this, you can bring everything you're talking about back into alignment. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I am all inspired. And I think that for our listeners, I I love hearing stories about failures and success. Um, I think that, you know, we can come, we can all look back on 2020 and even this last year and whether it's algorithm changes or how the world changed and or just changes in general in your entire marketing career. And I would love if you just take a minute, go to our website, go to our podcast page and on there, fill out the form and tell us one of your stories, whether it was a complete flop and something that you did, or it was just this amazing success. Maybe you were backed into a corner and you through this whole campaign or this whole strategy together. And it was just gorgeous. I would love to hear about that. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource hub designed to provide a fresh perspective and tools to implement your next breakthrough idea. To access other resources or book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, check out marketingbreakthrough.co.